Hey guys, welcome to the Not So Famous Podcast. I'm Gabriel. I'm Jeremiah. And uh, so, yeah, let's get right into it. Um, what do you want to start discussing about first? Chaz? Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Chaz it up. Chaz it up. That's so, from Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> GX. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see that one. Yeah. Um, so did you see the uh, the video of Citizens of, of Chaz? try to answer um why do you love strong borders and guns oh no but i i saw that they were doing that yeah and he's talking to what it looks like to be one of the guards mm. and he's like you know we we have we need to be cautious of who comes in and who we let out you know and i'm like oh hmm, hmm. but you know i'm just thinking to myself but you're okay with having our nation's borders open you know, and it's complete hypocrisy of things. Yep. Just like how they don't want the police, but they want people to enforce certain set of rules on the people. Right. Which is police, you know, and, but all I think what just appeases them is just this, this name, you know, police is for the government where, you know, if they put the people's, police it sounds more it's for the people you know right did you have you heard anything about Chaz? yeah did you hear about the shooting that happened no yeah so that happened um i'm trying on june 20th 20th at approximately 2 30 a.m east precinct officers respond to a report of shots fired in cal anderson park this is inside the area referred to as CHOP because they changed it. It's oh, they no, changed it now. Yes, it's no longer Chaz. It's CHOP. Capitol Hill occupied. I don't like the Organized word. protests. That just sounds yeah. like, I don't know. Um, it said officers responded to Harbor View and were informed that one of the victims, a 19-year-old male, had died from injuries. The other victim, also a male, unknown age, remains in the hospital with life-threatening injuries. So two male subjects have been shot? Yeah. I'm trying to find out what they think it was about, but I don't think so. What do you think is going to happen to CHOP? I was going to say Chaz, but... Yeah. What I think should happen um, and what I think will happen are two different things. I think what will happen is um, Seattle will allow this to continue to go on because already the mayor is like, oh, no, it's fine. They're just peace-loving people. Obviously not. You see the video of the um, the warlord, they're calling him, the warlord of Chaz. Um he was out of his, he pops his trunk. I believe it was a Tesla. I'd have to look at the picture, but I'm pretty sure it was a Tesla. You know, those those really cheap cars that people get. Yeah. That you would associate with um, people that don't have, they're the have-nots, yeah, right? They're, they're about like 15,000 15, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Those cheap ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he pops the trunk and he's handing out AR style guns and he's like who can shoot this you know and he hands it to this one guy and he's just like this this kid he looks like a kid um maybe early 
late teens, like 18, 19, maybe early 20s, 20, 21. Um, and he's just like, has no idea what he's doing. He's pointing it at his feet. Like, yeah, scary stuff. It's probably an aerosol rifle. <laughs> so he's just passing out firearms. To yeah. People? He's just passing out firearms, which is illegal. Yeah. So I would like to see the ATF get on this as soon as possible. We're calling out the ATF to go deal with some actual criminals instead of people that want a shorter barrel length (laughs) (laughs) or suppressor, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Especially suppressor, which I would like to get. Yes. Um, What was it? Um, There was something about, uh, say Chaz again. Nope. Chop. Yeah, chop, I hate chop, that chop, name. Chop, chop. I hate the name so much. You would think they get something cool. Like if you're if you're gonna take over city or something, give like a like a cool name, like a cool revolutionary man. Like I don't know, Red Dawn was a great like movie title. Like call it the like I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't know. Rainbow Dawn. <laughs> yeah, Rainbow Dawn. <laughs> Sounds like some uh, My Little Pony. Yeah. <laughs> How would you know? Which which would be which would be fitting for them anyway. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of something that would in- be inclusive. Something right. inclusive. Rainbow Dawn. It's got all the colors of the rainbow except for black. Uh, <laughs> so I guess that wouldn't work. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, what if? Um, I know what the government could do. This is what I would do. Is is okay? You guys want to be your um, separate entity from the United States? That's fine. We'll put a border wall around you guys, so you guys can't enter the United States, and you guys will just be left by your guys selves, and just watch each one just fall out. Yeah, one after the other. You guys want to make your own little territory? Fine. We'll block up six miles. Uh, uh, six miles, six blocks of you know wall around you guys' area, mm-hmm. and um, you know you guys can't enter the United States without proper, you know. And right now we're gonna put a hold on you know people coming into the United States. Yeah, you know, and, and we're gonna they're... cut off your utilities too because you're getting that from the, the city of Seattle. And technically, that's a U.S. territory or U.S. state, and you guys can't be sharing resources like that. So we're mm-hmm. going to be cutting off your guys' utility lines, food. Right now, I think it's just kind of tough with the pandemic, so we're just going to have to keep her, you know, mm-hmm. so you guys are on your own. Yep. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. And they're a hostile nation. Mm-hmm. So we treat them like a hostile nation, like Iran or North Korea. Yeah. So we put the military with snipers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on top and just be like okay your move Chaz I mean chop yeah or whatever you want to call it rainbow dawn yeah rainbow dawn <laughs> I'm just going to call it that for now the red will rise again yeah but yeah <laughs> dumb stuff Um. yeah I think you know because they are arming themselves I don't think this is a a state or a city or state problem anymore. I think the federal government should just be like, hey, you know what? They're it's an occupation. They're trying to occupy its um its, uh, territory in the U.S. That makes them a domestic terrorist group. 
And so just like we would treat any other domestic terrorist group, we're going to go in and we're going to take them out. And so I would say, okay, you have so many hours, like 24 hours to get out. Or we're going to come in there with the the might of the military, not the National Guard, the actual military, because you are you are becoming a, a threat. You are threatening the lives of people. Why do you think the, the United States government hasn't done that yet? I do you think it's just I think it's, it's political, just a political, or such a bold move? Yeah, that it's just like you know we expect him to do something like that. But for him to really do it, it would be kind of like a shocker. Yeah, I, th- I don't think that will ever happen because I think what it is is it's the image, right? That, oh, Trump's just going to be a fascist and he's going to, you know, quell, you know, put down people that are just trying to protest. It's like, yeah, but you guys suck. <laughs> like, you, you're actually, and this is what people don't understand, like, um, you are trying to succeed from the U.S., right? You're trying to make a military move here. That's not an acceptable thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what's funny about this, and re- this is what really ticks me off. I have another article here uh, talking about the Boogaloo. Um, and <laughs> But it's this idea, okay, so the idea behind the Boogaloo, the big igloo, um, is this idea that um, when – stuff hits the fan that the that people will rise up against the government okay that is actually constitutional like that the founders actually i think it was jefferson i might be wrong on that it might have been adams um talked about how um he didn't expect the constitution to last more than 20 years you know and here we are over 200 um but he didn't expect it to last that long because and the most constitutions are redone every, like, I think it's 11 years or something, like on average. Um, and so our constitution, the way it is, has endured really long. But the idea is that when a government becomes corrupt, it is the right of the people to to revolt. But it's different when you are not only trying to revolt, but you are... Well, I think it's it's different when the government is being corrupt, when the people are becoming corrupt to make the right. government, when it is not necessary for the people right. to rise up. Right. You know? Right. And and that's what it is. It's these people. And, and you can see this. Like, a real government, a real true government. And if, you, if people would actually open a history book, that isn't um, a redone history book, but actually walk through the founders and they went to extreme lengths to not have, to not separate from the, from Britain. I mean, extreme lengths. It, it got to the point of a boiling point when the government, when the British government came in to the colonies to, stamp them down like that was never the intention of the majority of the founders now there were those founders are just like this is unsalvageable let's just overthrow them right but the majority of the founders were like no no no. we need to take the necessary steps so we do it correctly Mm -hmm. right what i'm seeing from these guys is just because and this is why i don't agree with the idea of systematic racism if Systematic racism was true, 
then we should be able to point to all all the institutions, right? Institutional racism um, that we could say, okay, yes, this is false, right? Like th they are racist, right? They're implementing policies that are, are racist policies. But when the media, an institution of, of America, right? It's not a government institution, but it's an institution. The media is by far more pro-socialist, more pro-Marxist than they are pro-republic, right? They'll, I mean, they're in the pocket, of, the majority of them, in the pocket of the Democratic side. Um, Seattle, Boston, New York, I mean, every single major, Phoenix, are all run by Democrats. So not only do you have the media on your side, but you have a lot of the government, these cities on your side. But then not only that, but you have things like Hollywood. Hollywood is massively left-leaning. And so you have three major institutions of the United States on your side, right? And yet you don't feel like that's good enough, right? You want the whole country to, to do what you want. And it's not what the country wants. You know, when the protesters were going on, they, they found like the majority of people wanted Trump to send in the, not, the National Guard, which Trump doesn't do anyways. That's a state level thing. But, you know, just this idea. And so they're really they are terrorists, you know, shootings now in their in their area, handing out guns. This is all terrorist stuff. And then you get people that are like, oh, it's the it's the right. It's the boogaloo boys you know they're the real problem here when you haven't seen any of that all the riots wait wait they're blaming on who now no no no. i'm not saying they're blaming on, but that's what the media turns to they turn oh. to oh you see these right wing that's the problem right when you actually have so if you go through and you start looking at all these different um riots all this thing it's all left-leaning stuff it's you never find a right-leaning, like a perfect example of this is what happened in Virginia before the pandemic happened, right? It was, I think it's 20,000 something mm -hmm. gun owners, black, white, Asian, all different um, ethnicities. They go to Virginia Capitol. They're there. The majority of them are armed, some heavily armed. Mm -hmm. One guy was walking around with a 50 BMG. So... Props to that guy for walking around with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's not the lightest. Props. Yeah. No, I would have been hired uh, after a hundred steps. Yeah. So, but they're heavily armed. Not one problem. Not not one shot fired. No. No shots fired. No. The police never had an issue with anyone. It was just a peaceful protest. And that's the way it should be. Yet, in these situations, within minutes, you have riots. And that's a different situation. You know, it's not like it'd be different if we see like the, the police. Okay. So we have incidents of police brutality. That is un, unmistakable, right? Like what happened with Chauvin and Floyd? That's police brutality should have never happen. It's, but it's not like the whole of the police line during the riots, right? Peaceful protests, the, the line of police start shooting at them. We didn't see that. We saw bricks being thrown at the cops. Well, you see people being taken out. And yes, there was some police brutality, but it's individualized. We're not talking about the whole police, right? And people want to compare that to 
like the Boston Tea Party and things like that. One thing people don't understand is that's what the police were doing, like the the military, because it was a military state. The British sent in the military and the military was actually shooting people. That's why you had the rights, because it was a response to the to the institutional um, like put down by the by the government. Mm -hmm. That's a different situation. You know, they didn't have a recourse. Right. The colonists did not have a recourse to the crown because they had been doing that for like 20 years. They've been trying to um, get this. So when it happened and then it happened, the British brought it in, started killing people. It's called the Boston. I think it was the Boston massacre. Boston massacre. Yeah. Uh, kill a bunch of people. And that's where we get these things where we get the tea party and all these different things that happen afterwards, eventually the revolutionary war. Um, which that might be where we're going. We might be going to that civil war um, situation. Such a unique civil war to happen because yeah. it's not like our civil war, like in the 1860s where right. we had like, you know, North and South an easy divide, you know, between lines, you know what I'm saying? Right. So is this going to be like red States versus blue States? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, is this going to be a, a a terrorist organization or an organization versus the rest of the people of the United States? You know? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm interested to see how, like, this next, if a civil war breaks out, how this is going to turn out. You know? And I feel like it's going to be people on people rather than people on government. Yeah. Um... Um, Do you agree with that? Or uh, one of the things that I think that is really going to happen um, in this, um, if this ever were to become a a civil war, like a full fledged civil war, where we're actually shooting, right? I think the majority of the fighting is going to be in um industrial not industrial uh, commercial areas or urban areas um that's where the majority of the fighting is going to be um there will be some in suburban areas i think very little in rural areas um if there is it'd be very you're not gonna have a very big statement there yeah um instead i think what would happen is a lot of rural people will go to to these lines i think though one of the big things is i don't it's going to be a very interesting thing with the government because, um, as you know, it's not. So just like in uh, the civil war, um, that was one of the things that people don't understand as well. Um, just because, um, someone did not agree with the union, right. Does not mean that they did not fight for the union. Right. Same with the Confederates. Mm -hmm. Just because they might not have agreed with slavery doesn't mean they didn't fight for them. In fact, um, one of their, the general, the main general, I can't remember if that was Grant or Robert Lee or Lee. It was Lee. Um, he didn't, I believe it was him. He didn't agree with slavery, but back then you had more allegiance to your state because it was seen more as uh, an actual sovereign area than you did to the federal government. 
And so it's be interesting in that respect because now it is more federal government um, ideal ideology. You're more connected to that than you are to the state. Like I'm from California. I'm not. Um, I'm not. If California went to war, I would not go to war with it. Um, I would not go back to my home state and fight for California. You know, it's not, so the state idea is not so much, but rather the ideology. So wherever the government lands on their ideology, I think that's where you're going to have a massive exodus from whatever side that is, you know? So let's say Biden gets in and the civil war breaks out. I think that you're going to have a lot of people desert. Well, do you, do you think, though, that it's going to start off with, like, a gang war, like, faction fights before it becomes a full-out civil war? So it's going to be, like, the people of Chaz, Chop, excuse me. No, Rainbow Dawn. Rainbow Dawn uh, against, you know, your right-wingers, right? And you're going to have, like, this faction battle going back and forth. And I feel like, you know, it's going to be like this, like, turf war. Or these mm-hmm. fights between two factions, three factions, four factions, who knows? And then it's going to increase to become a civil war where it's going to be government versus the people. Well, I think that, yeah. You think that's the direction it will go? I think of eventually, yeah. Um, but the government, the federal government will have to step in eventually yeah but they're gonna have to pick a side yeah they're gonna have to pick a side and that's the thing is what side are they gonna pick right and i think that's gonna be a a big thing so you might have because they've already talked there's um i remember uh reading something about how a a group of of um people um like veterans and uh motorcycle um, enthusiasts. I don't want to call them gangs. Uh, um, (laughs) They signed an open letter to the, to the mayor of Seattle and said, you better get this under control or we're going to come and deal with it. And I think it was like on like 4th of July or something like that. Um, And so it's possible like that would happen like turf war type of thing. And then the question becomes, what does the government do at that point? Because are you going to send the police? If I'm a, if I'm a cop, I'm like, that's a war zone. You better get the the military out there. Yeah, it goes beyond you know, my. Yeah, the police are just supposed yeah. to be. And this is what the conversation about the police right now. What is their role? Right, their role is to deal with small issues within. They're not trained to be military. So even if you're like, we'll dispatch the national guard. National Guard is, yeah, they're trained, but they get a lot of um, uh, medals <laughs> comparative to the military, right? And they move up their ranks a little faster than those in the military, right? So they're they're trained. So it's more like a fun time. <laughs> I'm not saying that. No, I, I don't want to dismiss the National Guard, but a lot of the National Guard stuff is to guard the like the state. They do a lot of humanitarian stuff like during hurricanes and natural disasters. And so that's more their wheelhouse. 
And so actual war now, I would, to me, that's the federal government's level. It's, okay, you need to deal with this. Okay, so if they deal with this, where are they going to land? And no matter where they land, the other side is going to rise against it. So let's say the Chaz situation, right? The, the Rainbow Dawn. Um, that's what they should call the operation. operation the the anti-Operation Rainbow. Rainbow Dawn. We're going to bring, the, bring the, the new day to the rainbow. Um, anyways, so now it's not like a, I'm like homophobic. <laughs> talking about the rainbow. Um, but like, okay, you go, let's say this happens, right? Turf War happens. Uh, these these vets and motorcycle enthusiasts they go against um, the Rainbow Dawn, and okay, what, what does the military do? You have a war going on on like an actual war, you know? Yeah, it might just be in a little area. Okay, you want to call it gang on gang? You're not going to send in the police because at this point, if I'm a police, I'm they call it the blue flu. I'm I'm having a pretty big case of the blue flu right now. And I won't be in the work. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the, you know, let's say Trump's like, yeah, those people need to get out of there. And he sides, you know, with the, the other people. Now, it could come down to the thing where you bring the whole might of the military, big old tanks down the, the road and be like, okay, anyone left here? In five minutes, if you're not walking off, we're we're opening fire, and we're we're not going to discriminate between one side or the other. To us, you're both domestic terrorists at that point. Okay, that's one way to do it. But now you're going to piss off a lot of people because mm-hmm. now you didn't take a side, right? And so, I don't know. Either way, I I think it's not going to play out so nice and clean. You know? No, well. And uh, I'm interested to see what Trump's going to do. Yeah. Um, do you think he's going to do anything, though? I think he wants to. I think he would have already done it, if really, if he thought it would be the best thing. He would have already done it. So what do you think is taking him so long? I think it's politics. I think right now he's getting hammered. And it's not the type of hammering that he... Because he doesn't mind, it seems like he doesn't mind being hammered if he's the one that's pulling the strings behind. Like, like he just recently he did this. Um, he tweeted, I believe he tweeted it. He didn't make it, but he tweeted this um, this little video clip where it was a, a little black boy toddler and a little uh, white toddler and boy, and one was they're running, and the like. It was a spoof. It was a satire in CNN. And so the CNN logos there, and it says white toddler chases black boy right and like and he's probably a racist and he's probably a trump supporter like that's what it says in the little um footnotes of of the video and then at the end you see they're actually run and they it's like chase they're playing chase and then they hug and it's all very nice and everything but um he he tweets those things because the media responds to it like the media is like oh especially cnn oh how dare you that's fake news that's that never happened it's like it's satire dude like but he does stuff like that to to control mm-hmm. right but right now he's not in control in the sense of what he wants to deal with you know um and i think that's the big thing is he's not in control of it 
Maybe this is a way for him to get control back. It's possible. Hmm. But this is one of the things I think that's interesting about this whole thing. So I just pulled up this this picture of um, it is a breakdown of all the counties in the in the president election presidential election that happened in 2016 mm -hmm. and the majority of them are red um and i mean it breaks it down like in arizona all of them are red except for uh through four 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 um counties are all red some of them are like light red so that means they're you know more mixed um but like mojave county above us uh they're red like they're not super red like <laughs> Like you have like the Midwest and it's just like super red, like super dark red mm -hmm. and then like darker red, <laughs> like the super dark red and even darker red um, through that. And then you have like um, in a lot of big city areas, you have Democrat, right? Blue, uh, which is really interesting. But the majority of counties went uh, to um, Trump. So that's an interesting thing. If you made this a line of defense, right? If you're thinking like, okay, all Democrat are going to go on one side of the ideology, which I don't think actually would happen um, because you might have someone that votes Democrat, but is actually like, no, this is stupid, you know, type of stuff. So I don't know. But this is all hypothetical situation. We're not calling for civil war. No, no, by no means. We're just trying to kind of like to play the game of risk. Yeah, really, and that's what this is. Is so you would kind of have this by looking at this map. You kind of have this from New York, Manchester, um, that area, um, Massachusetts. It kind of goes down, and then once you hit about Kentucky. Um, North Carolina, that area, it starts kind of moving towards the middle and then down through. It's really, it's the big cities. You're going down. It's the cities, the big cities, and then into like Georgia. You have a pull-up uh, right now? Yeah. I'm going to take that. Um, Alabama, um, into Mississippi and Louisiana. Uh, so you can just kind of see it, right? So up here in oh, Rhode wow. Island and everything. And, yeah. And it just follows. And I got this via uh, Wikimedia. So, you know, it's correct, uh, but it's from brilliantmaps.com. Um, so yeah, it just, it goes from up, not even New York. That's New York right there. See, all this is New York and just that's Manhattan. Even the majority of New York went red, but it's like Rhode Island and uh, Massachusetts there and all that, uh, Connecticut, that area. And it kind of comes in, it swings in, right? And that's, it's the big cities here. And then down into Kentucky, down into um, North and South Carolina, and then it turns in and goes through all the big cities and along the Mississippi. Um, and then you have some things in, um, of course, down in Florida where those are the big cities as well. And then down here in Texas. And what's interesting in Texas, it follows um, this kind of blue. Um, it follows the, the borders, right? You got some right in there. Um, but then it flows up and man, New Mexico is really blue. Um, and then into Colorado, but then like most of this is not blue at all. You have some blue up in the Northern area, but then of course, California along the, um, along the ocean counties, uh, it's actually more red than or more blue than it used to be. Obviously California used to be all red. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but then you get up into, and it follows up into the main cities, which that's Portland area right there. This is the Seattle area of Washington. And so it's very much, and then all the blue areas everywhere else are very much in those main cities, like even Salt Lake, that area um, is kind of blue. Um, same with Boise, Idaho, and um, all these different um, areas, Cheyenne, Wyoming. Um, and this is why it's really important to know your geography. Uh, but you, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So even if you're like, okay, all the blue areas are going to be your lines, right? It's, it's a real like small area really in the grand scheme of things. Um, it's not like the Confederates and the union where it was literally cut in half, you know, and the union had a ton of area that they had to deal with. Um, when they when they fought the first civil war, here it's all over the place, but it's in small areas. And I would think like for us, like here, um, I don't think you know we might have a problem with Riverside, and it wouldn't be so much Riverside; it'd be more like Blight. Say, I don't know what. I it'd be interesting to go more into detail. Oh, you talking about like with people and stuff? Yeah. Like, I mean, for us as a small little town, yes. Yeah. But I mean, for the third county, our issues would be Indio, yeah, Chella, right, um, Springs area and stuff, right. <clears throat> and I would, I would actually like to know about like, um, what the, like, like where Blythe ended up on, you know, counting our, you know, that thing. Well, how many Republicans are living there? Yeah. And stuff. And and that's the thing is I don't think that just because you live in a blue area or a red area for that, that you're going to fall into one of these groups, mm. right? Um, I think at that point it becomes, uh, okay, as a – because everything's going to go to pot for a while. You know, it's one thing if it was just – if we're talking a localized area like the the chop and the you know these guys going up there, um, uh, Rainbow Dawn going to to fight this this whole thing, um, it'd be one thing. Um, but when you start getting breaking out, let's say it happens in major cities, right? And it starts happening in major cities. Now your supply chain is going to be for food, like that's going to be a problem. And so now you're going to get some. Some of these people that are out in the rural area going, you know what? I'm going to go in there and end this. So, um, and if if anyone here is like singing on over here, it's because um, this girl Annie, she's coming through, she's singing, and so she's like really loud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what do you think our next uh, Rainbow Dawn, our next chop? Previously known as Chaz, is going to be setting up at. One second, I'm texting Annie to not oh. be so loud when she comes down here. Because, <laughs> like, I'm interested. Are we going to see it in California? Are we going to see it in like Massachusetts area? You know, um, are we going to see it more in the South? Well, I mean, Minneapolis—that's not in the South. No. Right. Um, Baltimore, not in the South. Um, I think that we're in the area. I mean, I'm expecting it to be in the Hollywood area. 
Well, it might be. I mean, look what happened. Oh, where was it? I can't remember the exact spot. I'd have to look it up. But the the mayor was like, yeah, um, she she went out the day before and protested with the BLM. Um, and then the next day or that night, uh, they went to her house and they tagged her house. It's like that. And that's the thing I th- think people understand is just because you you march for this cause is if you are not who they want you to be then you are the enemy that in that and that's the ideology it doesn't matter if you if you're if you spout every single thing they want you to spout but because you might not look like what they want you to do or be exactly in step you misspeak in any way you're automatically a target or if you're in a position of power like that mayor is you are automatically a target it doesn't matter um but um, I think so. I think what it was because um, who would have guessed that M- Minneapolis would have s- sparked this, right? Um, but to me, it's more. I think that if this was going to start popping up, um, it it popped up somewhere. I think it was Nashville. Like there was talks about it happening, and the governor's like, "Don't even try it." Um, so I don't. I think that. Seattle would be somewhere that would happen because they're, they're spineless leadership, right? I think that somewhere like LA, San Francisco, San Francisco, I think would be a a good one Mm -hmm. um, because they have a spineless leadership. Um, New York, I think it would be. Um, Especially with the current governor. Yeah. Como and Blasio. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, so I think those major cities, especially the the, um, Phoenix, I don't think it would. We saw what happened when, when it did, when the riots popped up, Um, it was pretty quick and to end, you know, but I think what's really going to happen is that you're going to get people attacking. They're going to move outside of the urban areas um, and into suburbs. And I think that's going to be a wake-up call when they start doing that because they've already started. And you get more and more people. Like um, this thing was going around a couple of days back when the riots were at their full swing. Um, and and have you noticed that any other protests except the ones that are like high-profile, Atlanta and uh, CHOP, those two are now in the media. Um, whatever happened to Minneapolis? Just fell off the radar. Yeah. Um, but I think that anyway, so this this one guy, he was championing the riots. This he was a very liberal guy. Uh championing the riots, saying, Yeah, go get them, you know, and then through Twitter and through like Instagram and stuff like this, then right down the street from where he lived, they started rioting and defacing and robbing stuff and everything. And he's like, We're the police to get these animals out of here. You know, because it came to him. You know, a lot of this, not, a lot of things people do is like, it's it's all good if you're down the street, but once you come up to my doorstep, now I'm against it. Right, and that that's the mentality of a lot of people. And it's just like, remember that thing I shared with you was Chaz, and the guy's like, hey, I I don't think I want to be here anymore. I think I want to pack up my stuff and go. Oh yeah, the because uh, my computer and my stuff got stolen, and one person's like, look, just think of it as a non-intentional donation. Right. You know, maybe those people needed it more than you did. 
you're like, I'm broke. <laughs> you know, I needed that stuff too. Right. You know, and it's all fun and dandy until someone comes over and takes your crap too. Yep. And that's why people don't, they don't care. They don't care until their, their lives are on the line or their areas are on the line. And it's, it's ridiculous is what it is uh, to be able to but I think that's what makes my head hurt a lot is seeing that hypocrisy and then them still not learning from it right you know if the mayor that went out to go protest with the people and then they deface her home the next day and she just doesn't like Okay, it's kind of like, okay, Mayor, do you understand what you're doing wrong now? Do you do you understand the stupidity of things? And because they don't, it just, that's what pisses me off the most. Mm-hmm. Because the answer is right in front of their face. Right. Yeah, this is, <sighs> the whole situation's really messed up. Um, and that's one of the reasons I'm getting plate armor. (laughs) Just getting things ready. Yeah. And, and one of the things that really like, you know, it, it concerns me like the worst part about this, the worst part about this is you would think, okay. You would think we would go, okay, we all agree riots are bad, right? Mm-hmm. We all agree that we want freedom. But in the last four months, five months, we have seen a total rejection of the republic that we live in. Because the idea of riots by themselves says that you don't have a way to fix things, right? Martin Luther King Jr., um, one of the, one of the um, uh, quotes that was going around is him saying that riots are the voice of the people when they don't have power or something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing. And I understand that because at that point, you have no other recourse, right? Going back to the Revolutionary War that we talked about. The problem with this is you do... You have an elect ability to elect people, right? And especially in these areas, you go back. And this is one of the things that really ticks me off. I know she's coming down the way. She's coming closer and closer. Um, Lock her out. Um, and I think in my new office, I'm going to put like sound things on the walls. Oh, yeah. So it looks pretty cool too. Um, but it's just this idea of you and I had this argument with someone and one person laughed at me because they're like, that's not true. Right. Um, but if you look at all these major cities and we've talked about this democratic mayor, democratic, um, council, democratic police chief, everything's Democrat. And these are the people that say they're on your side. Okay. If that's true, then why hasn't anything changed? 
why are you why are you rioting in a place that you have affected these leaders okay that's not that's so it's you it's you as a people that are not doing this that are not taking your republic responsibility seriously so that's one thing that really annoys me the other thing that annoys me is even those who would say yes i believe in freedom i believe they're turning on people this whole mask situation that happened here in arizona where the governor's like okay cities towns you guys decide what you want to do um I'm, I'm watching people say things like if you don't wear a mask and you are intentionally getting someone sick it's like but that's my like my, i have a freedom to decide right that's why i share with you uh, when we're eating lunch is this idea that i have no problem the government coming in and saying okay to those who are doing business right those who um have shops or things like that because you regulate those right they they are to be regulated you can tell them your staff needs to wear masks like if you're working with the public say your staff needs to wear masks so restaurants hair salons things like that but the person who enters into that you can't tell what they should do now that business can't right because mm -hmm. they now regulate who and this is why i shared with you before so you're not hearing this for the first time but they are the ones that um should regulate those who they wish to do business with if they want to do business with people that only wear masks that's their right as a business now if someone's like I don't want to wear a mask okay you're not going to do business with them now either one you're not going to get your what you want right say you want a haircut you're not going to get your haircut from them and so therefore go somewhere else that will do business with you or that business will shut down because they didn't give what the consumer wanted right it's one of those two things i think that's the same thing that principle is the same principle and this is might get me in trouble Okay. Mm -hmm. And everything else. So the Christian baker and the homosexual couple that wanted him to do a, um, a kick for their wedding, same principle applies. Okay. And this is where, like, I think I was going to get in more trouble. What if that, that hair salon, uh, is a racist and he doesn't want to have black people in his thing to me, that's his right now. What's going to happen? Well, you're probably not going to get a lot of customers, right? Right. But that's what's going to happen, and that's the that's the consumer aspect here, um, and that's the freedom, right? Now, um, yeah. So there you go. Well, I think oh, I think we're going to start saying no shirts, no shoes, no masks, no service. Mm -hmm. You know, just like you were saying before, it, it, the mask thing should still fall under the no shirts, no shoes, no service kind of deal. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So I think that's what we're going to start saying now is no shirts, no shoes, no mask, no service. Right. And I'd be perfectly fine with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, I get annoyed. Like we go to um, Smart and Final and they do that. Right. And I'm annoyed, but it's their right, right? I don't like it. It's their right. I need something. I, I like yesterday. I put on the mask. I went inside. You know. I put on the cowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I rose to the occasion. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And 
And the idea of people saying, I don't wear a mask for your health. I, I, I don't wear the mask for my health. I wear my mask for your health. It's like, okay, so if I'm sick and I'm not wearing a mask, that's gonna, your mask is going to protect you. So what do you worry about? Right? So if other people, and if other people don't wear a mask and I don't wear a mask and I'm sick, they chose to not wear a mask. So, I mean, if there's no, to me, there's no downside here just because you wear a mask, right? That's your, that's your personal freedom. Allow yourself that personal freedom. Wear as many masks, wear as goofy a mask. I sent you a bunch of masks that I think that we should do. Um, and, and, um, so I think that's your prerogative, but if you're saying that a mask is going to keep you or other people safe then someone who's not wearing a mask doesn't affect you and those who don't wear a mask as well they're they're taking that same risk mm-hmm. right so they're saying okay i am willing to not wear a mask and therefore i am willing to be sick okay that's their right you know i mean where where does it end yeah you know, it's um, people use the example of seatbelts, right? Well, you wear a seatbelt in the car. Well, yeah, but you decide to drive, right? And there's regulations for deciding to drive. It's not, you don't wear a seatbelt, right? You don't walk down the street and wear a seatbelt. Bikes, why don't we wear seatbelts on bikes? Right, motorcycles. Why don't we wear seatbelts on motorcycles? Right, I've never worn a, mo- uh, a seatbelt on a motorcycle. I don't even. I'm sure they make them, but they're dumb because you don't want to be stuck in a motorcycle. Right, you do actually want to be getting away as fast as possible. That's why you wear armor with the motorcycles. But so I mean, that's the thing is, if you choose to drive in a vehicle in a car. Okay, here are the stipulations to be able to do that. And that's why it can be regulated because it's not a right. You don't have a right to drive. You have the right to to not be restricted in your movement, right? So you want to get from California, uh, from Phoenix to LA, there's nothing restricting you from doing that. But if you want to get there via your own car, okay, now you've stepped into a realm where now it's regulated. Right, because that's not a right. Ride your bicycle, get a cab. Well, not a cab, but um, go the Greyhound bus. Right, you know, right. wear seatbelts. Get a motorcycle, no seatbelt. Okay. Now there's other restrictions because right, but that's the thing. That's what I'm saying is, we are in the last four months. We are so quick to not only give up our own freedom, but the freedom around us, other people's freedom. I don't care if you want to give up your freedom. That's fine. Give up your freedom. You're an idiot. Don't give up mine. And that that comes back to the idea. Um, it's the quote attributed to Voltaire, but it's not, from what I understand, it's not actually Voltaire. But he's like, I disagree with everything you just said, and I will defend your right to say it. Mm-hmm. You know, And so I disagree with you not wanting to wear a mask, but I will defend you not wearing a mask or wearing a mask or, you know, doing whatever. So, as long as it doesn't implode on my moral compass. Right. 
So that was like a 20 minute rant. Um, so what did, what else did you have? Did you just call me a Jew? Yes. Um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I could, um, um, oh yeah, I know. That's a, okay. So can I talk about that? I'm not talking about, I won't name names. That's fine. Okay. Um, that's another thing that I have a problem with is electing people for the sake of being mad at other people. So in this case, there's, there's someone that's running for an office. I won't even tell the office. Um, but it is an office where I believe that some background in the field needs to happen. Um, so like, for example, I'll use a different example. Um, if you were going to run for mayor of the, of the city or town or wherever you're at, my feeling is, and this is what, what I would do is I would go and get experience, right? I would own a business. So I think business owners would be a great, um, place to do things. Um, go run for a city council seat. But prior to that, you go and sit in and find out how the council works. What's all the procedures, you know, so you understand it when you go in. Um, and then as you, you run for a city seat, you get on the city seat, you understand what's going on and then you go, okay, now I'm ready to be a mayor. Okay. It's the same thing with this particular situation. It's you, if you have no background in it and you think that, oh, I can just do it. You're not actually helping the people you're helping yourself. And it's a selfish ambition. It's I want to be this because I don't like what's going on. Well, yeah. Okay. Cry me a river, you know, learn what needs to happen. Learn, be ready, go through training, go through something, get something in your background that says I am more capable to understand what's going on, how to run this because leadership changes. Like my leadership style is one way. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, we just hired a youth pastor. And one of the things I keep telling him is don't run things like I did run things the way you would run things. Right. And I told, um, the, the teens don't treat this person like, don't say, well, Jeremiah used to do it this way. Right. Cause the way we do things isn't necessarily correct. Right. And someone might have a better idea. You might have a better idea, but if you don't have any understanding of the position that you're going into, like you don't have, like I, I came in as a pastor, I have training in that field. Right. And so me going in, perfect example, guns, right? Um, if I just put in, if I just pick up a pistol and I wear it on my hip, does that make me ready for when the time comes for me to use that? No, no, definitely not. Yeah. You should get training, you know, ba at least the basics, 
right? But the more training you get, the better you'll be. And the more varied training you get, right? So when I first picked up a pistol, the first time I ever picked up, shot a pistol was with you. It was the first time I ever shot a pistol. Really? Yeah, I've shot other, I've shot um, shotguns. Uh, but I never shot a, a pistol. So the first time I shot a pistol was with you and I got that training. And then I went and got other training. And then I went and got other training. And I have more of a variety of influences in what I do. And then you can start picking out, okay, I, I, I like this. This feels better. you know. And then you hone your own way of doing things. And that's what's so good about right now. You can go online and learn tons of stuff and then hone your understanding and your beliefs or your arguments or whatever it is. That person that's running for that seat, I think is just doing it out of selfish reasons um, because they want something done for themselves. And they figure if they can get this position of power, then they can do things their way and they won't get in trouble for it. And I think that's very selfish. We saw that with the um, years ago here in courtside with the mayor, not our current mayor. I'm not, I don't want to um, open any cancer. Um, but uh, a mayor of a while back literally took on the mayor. So he, the town wouldn't tax him. Like that's, <laughs> you're not helping anyone there, just yourself. And that's selfish. Mm. And I, I feel that's the same thing here. So. I'm full of rants today. You are. You're just really full of it, man. Yeah, I am full of it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, I mean, do, do you have anything else to discuss? I mean, we, we hit Chaz up, which is kind of like the most current in headlines mm -hmm. today with things. Um, and then there's the Atlanta thing. The Atlanta thing. We touched on masks. Anything else, man? No. I mean, there's a lot to talk about, but I think that's it for today. Yeah. I mean, right. we're right at an hour, so. <clears throat> no, not at that point to go ahead and stop. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys have listened this far into the podcast, we appreciate it. And thank you. And if you guys want us to more, hit the subscribe button and hit the like button if you guys liked the video. And please leave a comment down below if you guys are um have any questions and share and definitely show us yeah, share it on your social media yes um whatever social media platform you guys are using so but on that note i guess we'll see you guys in the next podcast take care bye